Welcome to the Random Tea Sleepy Hollow Season 3 Preview Cast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And yeah, Season 3, man. We're going to talk about it. It's a thing. It is. Um, it's coming. It's coming. Okay, we're going to do some discussions Yes. first, and then we're going to have a nice little wall, and then... <laughs> Sorry, somebody's phone buzzed. Shut um, up. It wasn't mine. It wasn't yours for once. And, um, and then we'll have a little buffer... And warn everybody about possible spoilers because some people. Well, we're going to do the sorting too. Yeah, we'll do this. Oh yeah, no, I forgot about the sort. Don't forget about the sorting. The Harry Potter house sorting that'll yeah. be in there too. So we'll do that in between. Because mm-hmm. um, some people consider, and we don't have any insider information. No, we ain't that good. No, we're not that good. We're just going to discuss trailers, photos, casting, um, episode blurbs, or whatever we've we've read on the internet. So all this you can find out on your own by googling. But we're going to discuss it and how we feel about it, and what we think about it. Because we know some people consider those spoilers and they want right. to stay pristine or whatever. So that we'll give you warning. Yeah. So uh, we'll do that later. So two heads are better than none. Right. Right. Uh, season one started out with 10.10 million viewers. Okay. That's a lot. And ended with 7.05 million viewers. That's not too shabby of a retention rate. Season two started with 5.51 million. It dropped between seasons. Yeah. A lot. But it ended with 4.35. Okay. Which means... That's a lot considering they fucked it up, but as good. As bad as the season got, <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of people hanging on on, their, on the ride. Yeah. So and They I, ended strong, though. And that includes DVR yeah. numbers and everything. So, yeah, the last episode or two, I mean, it went out. They, uh, God, they killed Katrina. Yeah. Finally. Woohoo. Uh, but that that's a that's a serious retention for a crappy season. Oh man. So I can see why they did get renewed for a third season, so that's where we are. So what do you want? What do you don't want? Okay, I want more Frank and more Jenny. Yeah, there's gonna be some there would be some fallout. Yeah. From everything that happened with Frank. Um and I I want uh, to see Jenny and Abby coming into their witchcraftery. Yes, I want learning, and I and this is a great great chance to bring in some rules for the fucking magic. I know. So uh, I think that'd be a good because obviously they're learning, and so that would be a perfect time. It would be organic for them to just say. It you really know, kind would. of explain some of this stuff. It, it really would. Um, we actually got some good feedback about the girls yes. and their magic. Yes, um, we had discussed in the episode with the was it the was bell. The, it was the, the bell. Uh, it was awakening. Yeah, the episode in awakening where uh, you and I discussed uh, wishing that uh, Abby and Jenny would have been awoken, but it was pointed to us by an anonymous contributor on Tumblr mm-hmm. that. And we'll uh, we'll post a picture of the anon in the show notes. Sure. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, allergies. Um, but it was pointed out to us that Henry and Katrina were attempting to waken their coven. Yes, the descendants of their coven. The descendants of their coven specifically, whereas uh, Abby and Jenny were more of an African descent. Because they were Grace Dixon, and Grace Dixon was not a part of the Sacred Heart. Exactly. Yes. So that was something we had not considered at the time. Yeah, So and it makes still, sense. It, we both read it, and we're like, oh, well, yeah. 
So we appreciate that, and that's the kind of feedback we want. Yeah, yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, because there's things that we just haven't even thought thank of. Thank so you, Tumblr was... Grayface with, with cool sunglasses. We appreciate <laughs> you. So, yeah, keep that kind of stuff coming. We really appreciate stuff like that. Oh, and I did want to note um, in in this part, um, for some reason we got it in our heads, and both of us got it in our heads, and I, I'm not really sure where it came from. I don't either. Um, I think it was just all the wank that was going around that we thought there were new showrunners for season two, and there were not. Mark Goffman ran it for one Mark and Goffin two. was in control throughout seasons one and two. So I guess I think we just – did we just wanted to blame somebody for the change, <laughs> for the suckedness. We were like, well, there must be a new showrunner involved. I don't know. Like, we I, retconned ourselves apparently, or something. Well, we were not uh, dissecting the episodes or paying as much attention to it back in the day. So. Yeah. Um, Plus, I guess I just assumed, because Orlando was vocally very unhappy. He was. Um, I don't know. I guess I just assumed they changed direction because they changed showrunners. But alas, no. I know. No, I think the problem ended up being they didn't change direction. Yeah. Because they stuck with the Katrina and the Henry. So much so Crane family much. angst. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was so sick of it. So yeah. So that's um, what I want less the, of. Less less family Crane. Oh, my gosh. Um, and, I would you know, like we, to got, see we got some of Abby, Abby's family, but it wasn't Ab- like Abley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They didn't, like, knock us over the head with it over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Because Mama was great. But it was a confined to the episode. Yes. And it wasn't like, I'm going to drag this out well past the point right. of anybody giving a shit anymore. And we were introduced, we learned more about Grace Dixon in a specific episode. That was right. mostly the same episode mm-hmm. as uh, Mama. But then at the end, when they did the, tra- got Grace the time again. traveler, we learned more about uh, Grace yeah. individually there. So that was interesting. Well, it's like we learned about Crane's father uh, in like season one. Yeah. A little here. We had a little story here and then it went on, but this Katrina and Henry slash Jeremy or whatever his name is just went on for so long. And Abraham, oh my gosh. Yeah. <sighs> so much. <laughs> and okay, so and speaking of Abraham, um, I want them to resolve what his status is. You know what I really want to know? What? Where's the kindred? Where's the, <laughs> where my kindred at? I would love to know where the kindred's at. Let my kindred go. Yep. Seriously. Yep. Um, cause that was so open for so long. Yeah. I mean, he just rode off into the sun, some sunset, sun rise. I don't know. He was just, just running, running around, around in the backlit woods somewhere. Yep. Doing God knows what. Doing God knows what with God knows who. So. Yeah. I so know. I, but I would like, I would like, um, Abraham's continual presence to be explained. Because as far as we know right now, he's just back at his carriage house. He's waiting not, for Katrina to turn him back into a human. He's and, not gone. Yeah. And, sweetie, she did. Do you think he knows? He's an otherworldly creature. You think he felt it? Yeah, but he's he's the original fuckboy selfish asshole. So. Maybe he's gone to purgatory to find her. No! Oh, God. I would just like to say that uh, Katrina's ass probably went straight to hell. I just don't Do not pass purgatory. I don't even care where she went. Do not collect $200. Just be gone. Yeah. Be away. I'm okay. Be elsewhere. Be not here. And Henry too, man. Good God. That got so old. So, was he the horseman of war or what? I don't know. Because Frank easily killed his avatar with the sword. But then Henry didn't die. But then, so I, I don't know. So was Henry ever actually the Horseman of War? Was he just in control of the Horseman of War? I kind of think it was the he was in control of the Horseman of War. These are the kind of rules that yeah. need to be explained. Yeah. 
because Abraham was the horseman of death. Yes. Although Katrina did temp- wanted to separate them. So would it have been possible for war to have merged with Henry at some In point? In a similar or- fashion? I don't know. But Henry never actually died. See, we don't know. And see, I don't know how she was supposed to make him human again when he doesn't have a head. That's an important part of being alive. Yeah. Or just being human. Is having your head attached to your body. Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I hope just all the way around for the next season for them to put some fucking rules around this stuff. And maybe not even go back and give me rules on old stuff. That's fine. Move forward with rules. Explain things a little It's like we talked about Franklin said in... um, in the last episode, he said any um, any magic can be undone within a certain amount of time. Although they didn't tell us how long that amount right. of time was. But now I'm gonna I'm gonna watch, and if anybody's like, "Oh my God, there's a spell we can never undo it," no, oh my God, we're gonna die. You know that kind of thing. I'm gonna not be happy. You know it's gonna happen, probably. So just, just saying. Uh, so I would like that. Um, I just I want it to get back to where we where we liked it was in when it was fun when it was fun when it was it was the constant um, you know Ichabod in the in the modern day and him teaching Abby things and Abby teaching him things right and I, you know and it, we got we even got away from the apocalypse at the end of the season I mean I love the end of the season I thought it was great but Henry wasn't trying to re-kickstart the apocalypse he was just trying to wake some witches up right so i i don't know where this leaves us with the apocalypse because they're supposed to be the witnesses of the apocalypse or yeah. the whatever it is but it's all tied in together with the apocalypse so are they going to start a new apocalypse and i don't know and and was moloch the uh was moloch the mastermind or was he just middle management well and what what is the apocalypse without lucifer exactly and where's the other two horsemen yep and boy, we could go on for days listing all of the problems. Yeah. So I hope I hope they kind of rein some of this in and get us yeah, focused it, back. It got so far afield. Yeah. I mean, I did kind of appreciate when they started bringing in some Hinduism and they started bringing into the Greek mythology. Okay, that was yeah. Okay, but they got so far afield. I think that kind of stuff is fine for Monster of the Week. Sure. Like like having the Vitala for the Monster of the Week. I was cool with that. Yeah. Well, have, we had a Gorgon. We had a we had an unexplained Gorgon just hanging out in and a head that New York. they just happened to decide to hang keep. on to. Yeah, I need to know what happened to the Gorgon's head now. Yeah, they just gonna keep it. They should put it in a bank safety deposit box. They should do that. That was brilliant. They should do that. That was Thank absolutely you, Frank. brilliant. Uh, so yeah. So oh. I mean, I would like I, I would just like some cohesion. You know what I want to know. What? Where's Abby's dad? I don't know. And see, that's why I... That would be interesting. We had the first two horsemen were related to Ichabod. Right. So, I'm thinking if the other two aren't somehow related to Abby, it's going to feel off to me. I agree. So, I'm waiting for her dad to pop in either as a horseman or for them to explain where he went. Um, Because she said said many, many, many episodes ago that her dad was just not there right there's never been any explanation for that whatsoever yeah so we don't know what happened so it could be some it could be some demonly shenanigans for all we know so either we get a backstory like we got with mama or he crops up as a baddie or something because i feel like if you if we get a horseman that's not connected to either of them it's going to feel lopsided i might even accept andy brooks coming back as one of the horsemen yeah 
Because that would be Abby adjacent. That would be Abby adjacent. I'd be fine with that. Um, it doesn't even necessarily have to be the same actor. Yeah. Because you can put him in that suit. That's true. In the armor or whatnot. That's um, true. Make now, it make it Andy without it looking like Without Andy. it being... Um, John Cho. John Cho, thank you. Although like, I'd love to see him again. I, couldn't, I was like, is that really his name? That's too easy. John Cho. <laughs> yeah, it is John Cho. Um, and I can see his face in my head, but yeah. I know he's, they're filming um, the third Star Trek. I don't know if they're filming it right now or they have just finished filming it or yeah. somewhere. They're in production. Um, but I wouldn't mind seeing him come back. I wouldn't either. Not at all. Uh, I kind of feel like his he was un, his character was unresolved. Well, and we don't know. He could have gotten out of purgatory when all the hell all maybe, other stuff got out of purgatory. Maybe. We don't know. He was a weird, creepy, bug-looking thing, so. No, not in purgatory, though. Oh, that's right. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was, he was normal right. again in purgatory, and that's something that else that was not explained but technically he was dead but so was abraham right so and we did see pestilence we yes in the roanoke episode promptly forgot about him for like a season and a half with the kindred yeah he's with the kindred the kindred and orion and orion orion yeah they gotta hit back on some angels although god they put such a big bad taste in my mouth I'm like, if you're going to get angels that shitty, don't do them again. Well, they could easily fix it by bringing Lucifer. Yeah. That'd be easy. I would love a cool Lucifer. As long as it's played by Mark. (laughs) That would be great. Mark Pellegrino has to play him. That would be great. Um, Which would be, like, it would be so funny because... He's my favorite Lucifer. Because they would be expecting somebody that looked like Moloch. And then if somehow he ingratiates himself in with them. Mm -hmm. And then turns out to be Lucifer. Like... What a mind fuck that well, would be. Lucifer being the devil, he still was an angel, so he's still mm-hmm. be to depict to, to depict him as human yeah. looking and or, you know. Because they've already said Purdy. the president of Orion is human looking. Yes. He has those really funky eyes though. That and was you've bad. got the way and I love the way they did it in Supernatural because Lucifer is very beguiling. He very much is. Lucifer does not look like a big bad scary bad guy no. because that's not how he gets you on his side he and he always tells you the truth yeah so, i loved how they they did depicted him I, and, I would i would really like something like that i think that'd be cool uh another one of now my favorite lucifer before mark pellegrino was from constantine who played it in the movie i can't remember his name but he was that um half bald older guy yeah, I can picture him. I'm just not getting a name. I'll look him up real quick. But yeah, I, I wouldn't mind some Lucifer action. Cause but I that think, would... Because I think we got eno- enough with Moloch of the demon-looking demon. Mm-hmm. With the, with the faraway camera and the, and the you know... I, I think we got a lot of that. If we do that again with another bi- demonic big bad, I'm going to feel like, oh, okay, this is a Moloch rehash. Well, they could save money on... Yeah, exactly. They could. On, um, Screw effects. Just have a dude. But then again, it might feel a little bit like Henry was, where he's like, look at me, I'm a friend. And then, oh, all of a sudden, I'm a, I'm a bad guy. So, I, I don't know. I will mistrust anybody they bring in, though. Peter Stormare. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Played great. Him. He's great. Uh, he's yeah. been in all kinds was, of stuff. He was in there. He was only in it for, like, one scene, but he was still great. Yeah. I love a very charismatic... Yeah, I do too. So, I mean, if they're going to bring angels back, they're going to have to fix it. Yeah. And I think introducing Lucifer would be a good way to do that. Mm -hmm. Because if you're going to have, you know, if your angels are going to be dicks, 
Because it just seems really stupid to me that a low-level... Because Moloch, be he the keeper of purgatory or not, is a low-level demon. Yes, he is. Starting the apocalypse. What the fuck was that That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And he didn't even... He seemed more concerned with just bringing purgatory to Earth than anything. Yeah, that was not actually hell. So... Yeah. It made no sense. Yeah. They're going to have to clean up a lot. So I'd prefer for somebody, be it Lucifer or whatever, to step in and be like... Yeah, man, Moloch fucked up. I can't get my underlings to do anything. I'm in charge now. Or yeah. something. That would be really good. But yeah, I, I just, I don't want them to lose our babies, though. Like, I want Jenny to be Jenny. and Yeah, I want Jenny to come back center stage. Of course, Abby and Ichabod. I mean, Abby and Ichabod are the stinking show right there. Yeah. Without them, the show is nothing. Literally, yeah. the show is nothing without them. Um, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Holly... I'd be okay with seeing Holly some more, as long as he doesn't Do overshadow anybody. Right, like he did. Yeah. Well, they, they started out, but in the last, right there. They kind of weaned him back. got him right on out. But what I would, I, one of the big things I would like to see is the beginnings of Ica Abbey. Like, because I, as much as I want them to get together, because I totally do, and they're going to get married, <laughs> they can do that they're in my have head. have little Ica Abbey babies. They can do that in my head, because the second they do it on the show, it's going to suck. We have so many examples of that. So, But I would like for them to start a sl- slow, slow burn right. foundation for that. More so than the foundation that we've already gotten. Because I'm my little shipper heart. We've gotten a foundation. I know. I so, know. yeah. I would love to see that. I agree. Especially uh, now that Katrina's gone. I'm just... The one thing that we really, really wanted, we got. Yes. And that's Katrina is gone. Well, I really wanted Henry gone, too. And we got both of that. Or, you know, at least one or the other, but they're both gone. And the Moloch storyline is gone. And so they've got, a, they have an opportunity here. Yeah. To start fresh. Like a baby reboot almost. Yeah. So really looking forward. I'm both scared and looking forward to yeah. what they're going to do. Yeah. So I'm having trouble not talking about other stuff. I so, can gather that because I do too. Because there's, we finally do have stuff. We do have. It's just been they uh, took their sweet ass time did, putting stuff out, but we finally have a uh, new stuff to actually talk. We actually have information right on what's what's coming up. So, uh, but first we're gonna do the sorting. Okay. So a few episodes back, somewhere in the middle of things, uh, I came up with this brilliant idea that we needed to sort the Sleepy Hollow characters. <laughs> into harry potter houses and i don't know why i did that because then that meant i have to do it yes because i was like we're doing it because she was queenie was excited like mad we're doing it we're doing it we're doing it so um i'm gonna let you take it from here okay so i think um i just want to kind of start out with um giving the um the overview i guess of each house okay um do you want to go ahead and tell them where we're sorted I am sorted into Gryffindor. And that's your official sorting. That is my official sorting from Pottermore. Okay, and I have been officially sorted into Ravenclaw. I wanted to be Ravenclaw. I I wanted to be Ravenclaw. But no, I'm a Gryffindor because I'm brave, I guess. And there is nothing wrong with any of the houses as far as I'm concerned. No, there's not. They're all unique and special in their own way. And they all deserve merchandise, Warner Brothers. Yes, they do. My oldest is a Slytherin, so. it's Well, it's easier to find Slytherin stuff than Ravenclaw. That's true. It's all Gryffindor and Slytherin mm-hmm. everywhere you go. Yep. No Ravenclaw, no Hufflepuff. No Bastards. love. No love for the badger or the bird. None. Darn it. All right. So, um, we're, we're going to start with Gryffindor just because 
This is the one that a lot it's of people It's pertinent. Are everybody, with. yeah, everybody knows the Gryffindor. That's where our golden trio are. Right. Um, and so um, the, uh, the house traits are brave, daring, they've got nerve, they're chivalrous. I am not chivalrous. <laughs> <laughs> they've got courage and they're bold. Isn't brave and courage and bold the same thing? Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Just asking. Don't sass me, woman. Yes, ma'am. All right. Uh, then we've got Hufflepuff, who are excellent finders, by the way. Um, <laughs> Gee, who gets sorted there? They are loyal and hardworking, and they're just, and um, they are patient, and they're not afraid to, like, roll their sleeves up and work. Um, they are very accepting, um, because basically um, what we were told in um, – Order of the Phoenix is that Helga Hufflepuff basically said, okay, you all three can take whoever you want with your, with your values, whatever, I'll take the rest. Right. Um, so for that reason, a lot of people kind of think I've, I've seen people shit upon Hufflepuff, but Hufflepuffs are awesome, man. You don't want to fuck with a Hufflepuff. No. So, um, love me some Hufflepuffs. And then we have Ravenclaw, which is, uh, they are witty. Yes. Creative. Yes. Intellectual. Um, they are very intent upon learning. They can be proud and, um, obviously they can be competitive. So, um, all right. Then we have Slytherin who I know some people see as the, um, bad house, but I do not subscribe to that. Um, I know people that are Slytherins and they're, and they're wonderful, wonderful people. Um, they are cunning, ambitious, determined. Um, they are resourceful, clever, um, and it's kind of the uh, ends justify the means kind of a kind of a mindset. Yeah. They're going to get right. the shit done, right? That they want to get done. They can be great. Yes, they can be great. They can be very great. Because Harry was almost sorted into Slytherin. Yes, as we he all know, was. Yes, he was. Absolutely. So, okay. Um, so what we were going to do is just go um, through go the through, cast, go through the cast okay. or the characters. Characters, not the cast. Characters specifically. All right. So you want to do Abby first or Ichabod first? Oh, we, I know we agree on Ichabod. Ravenclaw. He's definitely Ravenclaw. He's so Ravenclaw. He's so Ravenclaw. He's got shades of Gryffindor, though, because he's very he does. brave. He really does. Um, I, the one thing that I, that I like to point out about Ravenclaw is because this is, this is me to a T. Um, we love to learn, but only if it interests us. Yeah. Like, I'm not one to be like, ooh, math. I want to learn math. <laughs> I fucking hate math. Math is great. And if you can't interest me... I don't give a shit about it. Uh, I understand that. Um, so I'm, I think, I'm on board with that. And I think to some extent Ichabod's like that. I think Ichabod is like that too. Yeah. Because so if I, he doesn't want to know about something, he just does not care. Yeah. But he's got the whole eidetic memory thing, which just does not hurt. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but he's he's very much the intellectual yeah. of the two. And he's kind of a renaissance man. He knows a little bit about a lot of stuff. He does. He and knows he, a lot about a lot of stuff. And he's been schooled by some of the great renaissance men... Of his era. Of his era. Yeah. Like Jefferson and Franklin and Washington. Well, I don't think Washington was really so much a mentor. He was a commanding officer. Yeah. So I don't think that he really studied under him. But he, he watched him. Yes. yes. He was a role model. Yeah. So, um, oh, come on. John Hancock's going to have to pop up sooner or later. Oh, that's good. We needed some John. We need, some, we need a John Hancock around we there. We do. We do. I think that would be important. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I agree with all that. He's yeah. and that's there's no doubt. I think we knew immediately <laughs> knew that right away where Ichabod was going. And I think at the same time with Abby, Abby was easy to sort. 
I have, I, I don't know. I've been waffling on Abby. Really? Where do you put her? She's totally Gryffindor. Okay, I could see her in Hufflepuff too. Because mm. she's so fucking loyal. She is, but I, I think her bravery yeah. really just puts her right into Gryffindor. And I will say one thing that, that in, in my idea puts in her favor for Gryffindor is she is not afraid to stand up for what she thinks is wrong or what she thinks is right to stand up to wrong people. Mm-hmm. Like she she is not afraid of calling Ichabod on, hey, yeah, the founding fathers were great, but they left out black people and women. Right. Um, you know, and so she's she's not afraid to stand up right and i love that about her and so um so yeah i i I could i I see shades of hufflepuff in her i can see where you get that but i just plant her straight into gryffindor yeah i mean her she stands like you're saying she stands on her own two feet yeah and she's the first one through the door yep and I mean that is the cop, I mean, she's a, cop yeah, in she's her a too, officer, yeah. yeah. So I think she's absolutely one hundred percent Gryffindor. There's no doubt yeah. about it. Yeah. And but honestly, I mean, when we if we go back to Ichabod, he's got shades of Gryffindor too because if you remember, he does. Several times, I agree. Abby has been like, okay, I'm gonna do this thing, and then it's like in um, the third episode already, he was taking that dream tea with her. Like, yep, I'm going too. Yep, we're going. I mean, and so a lot of things, it was just like. We're going to do this But as if a you team. remember, Luna Lovegood, the Ravenclaw, yep. had those uh, traits as well. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, there is there is no hard and fast rules with this. That's no. the thing. No. And, that, and I that's, think primarily, yeah. she would be Gryffindor. Yeah. If we were, I think, I really think if we would go take her through Pottermore, she would absolutely sort into Gryffindor. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how many times I take that damn test, I'm always in freaking Gryffindor. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I wanted to be Ravenclaw. I know you did. It's okay, honey. But at least I admit it. That's true. I admit That's it. That's true. Definitely. Um, so who is next? Do we want to do Jenny next? I have Jenny listed next. Okay. Um, I see Jenny. She is my hardest one to sort. I, me too. She's got shades of a lot of different stuff. I see. I have her split between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. See, I have yeah. her split between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. Yeah. I see shades of Slytherin with her, though, too. For season one. Jenny. For season one, Jenny. Season one, Jenny. Kind of peeled yeah. the onion back a little bit. Yeah, because she was very like focused and and you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. going to to get the lantern from the militia. Mm-hmm. It was like it was going to take too much time to talk to them. We're right. just going to go steal it. Yeah, because we need it. Exactly. Let's just yeah. Go. Yeah. I see. Th- I see what you're saying, but I I very much feel the Hufflepuff because her loyalty to Abby. Even when she hated her sister. Even when she hated her. She was Especially loyal. when she hated her. Yeah. She was very loyal to her. But the, the bravery that she exhibits, mm-hmm. uh, like you're saying, going to steal the, yeah. the lantern, um, she went out and pulled the bullets out of the corpse. Whatever that. We still Demon. didn't. They never identified they never really what he was. I always want to say zombie because he looked like a freaking zombie. But, well, you know. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. And. But again, Hufflepuffs are great finders, and she traveled the world looking for stuff. Yeah. So. And, and you know, I see her valuing the hard work and the dedication, because what it, what it took to, to get trained in the manner that Corbin made sure she was trained in to be, to be Abby's yeah. support system. True. That's very Hufflepuff to me. She had to I put think a Hufflepuff lot of work is where, in. I think Hufflepuff is where we agree. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would see her as a Hufflepuff. I'll definitely see and her as a Hufflepuff. And she is such a great example of um, Hufflepuffs are not cream puffs. No. Hufflepuffs will fuck you no. up if yeah, you they cross will. them. Well, Cedric Diggory was no 
Exactly. Push he was over. no slouch. No. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. I, th- I think we, we can agree that Jenny should go to Hufflepuff. Yes. All right. Who's next? Frank. Frank was tough. Frank was tough because we don't know a lot about him. No. Particularly, we didn't get much more of his backstory in the second season. No. Um, we know a lot about the way he is with his family, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't... Uh, I don't know because I see I see how loyal and brave and whatever he is with his family, which is great because I think a lot of a lot of the the house's value value um, to me Gryffindor is stupid bravery, where sometimes yeah. it's, sometimes it's not well thought through. But they're just gonna barrel through to get the thing done. That's true. Whereas I see more, I see Frank as more of a tactician. Shoot now, ask questions later. Yeah, I see Frank as more of a tactician. Yeah. So I'm That's almost not more Slytherin-y than yeah, Gryffindor. I'm, I have Gryffindor written down for him. I'm more leaning towards Slytherin Ravenclaw. But with your, I don't see him as Ravenclaw. You don't at all. I would, I would say more Slytherin than Ravenclaw. Yeah. I mean, he's got the intellect, but he's so yeah. unyielding. Yeah, and that's true. He didn't go research the apocalypse. He gets he single-minded. He didn't. He didn't start researching. He did once his soul was taken. That's true. And it's that's a little true. late. A Ravenclaw would have been researching the end of days straight up. That's true. So I see him more Slytherin. Yeah, he's more. Yeah, I I see shades of Gryffindor in him too. But true. But I see because to me the way he single-mindedly protected his family mm-hmm. to me is very Slytherin because it was like I don't fucking care what's going on yeah we're gonna we're gonna get them yeah safe they're gonna be okay um because even when um he was evil and he had the rune that let him come back to himself his first the thing rune. his single-minded thought was get Jenny to get my family safe yes that was his first priority, and he wasn't. He was. He his, wasn't above well, breaking into the police station, and no. And he absolutely knew that's where he would go first. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and he t- and he immediately. But there's such the, a fine line between Gryffindor and Slytherin already. There really is. It's really tough. Yeah, between those two. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. But I mean, look at look at the way he approached uh, Macy getting in trouble. Is I I did it, I did it. I committed yeah. the murder. Yeah. Yeah, I could see uh, Narcissa, yeah, doing, doing that. that. Oh, in a heartbeat. Absolutely, in she would do that heartbeat. for her. She would do it for Draco in a heartbeat. She oh, absolutely yeah. would. Mm-hmm. I mean, she practically be, did. Yeah, and still be Slytherin to the core. I'm, you know what? I'm telling you, the entire moral of the story. Don't fuck with mothers. Behind Harry Potter was don't fuck with mom. It really is, because you know Bella, not a mom. Bella was not a mom. Yep. It was all about the reason Voldemort fell mm-hmm. was between Molly Weasley mm-hmm. and Narcissa and Lily originally. and Lily, those yeah. three right there, those three moms. Yep. Brought down Voldemort. Thank yep. you very much. Of course, Jake, of course. Then again, J.K. did write the books. So, yeah, she did. And she's a mom. She understands. She because, did because I, you know, I read um, on Tumblr pretty recently. Somebody was ranting that Molly wouldn't have beaten Bella. She's a housewife. They don't. No, I've, I've seen that. And I was like, I was like oh. backing slowly away because I was like, oh, fuck no. Hell no. Hell no. Because a mother bear will take you down. Yeah. Because I tend to be 
pretty reserved and quiet and standoffish, mm-hmm. but when it comes to my kids, oh yeah, I'm the mom that went to the vice principal's office and had a yelling match yeah. about my kid not getting picked up by the school bus three times. Yeah. And, you know, wanted that woman's job and I was ready to throw down. Yeah. And I had a nice reputation at my kid's high school, thank you very much. <laughs> um so, yeah. You don't screw with mom. Nope, you don't fuck with moms. So, I mean, mama bears have a reputation for a reason. Yeah. So Molly Weasley, she meant that spell because she didn't just stun no, Bellatrix. She, she destroyed her. her. Yep. That scene to this day. Yeah. Just gives me chills. chills. I know. It's great. So, but I mean, I can see that coming from uh, Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. As a Gryffindor. Yeah. So, so uh, I had Frank down as Gryffindor, but yeah, with your I, I see, reasoning, I, see Slytherin. I do see Slytherin too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can see that. And and I see because he's so funny when before he really understands what's going on in the first part of the first season. Yeah, he's very like, I don't fucking care. Get it done. Yeah, I don't care. It was very much end justified. Yes, I don't want to hear what you had to do. Just get this, there, this woman's do I, he's eyes like, turned Do I want to know? Do I want to know about it? No, not really, sir. All right. Okay. Then fine. Yeah. Fine. Good then. All right. Just <laughs> Is it take over? Care of All it. right. We're good. All right. Let's move on. Yeah. And he put the freaking head in the bank. <laughs> he put the Just, the he bank. put the bank in a savings deposit box. <laughs> that was brilliant. It was. It was really. Slytherins are brilliant like that, though. They can be, so, yeah. Yeah. Whereas Gryffindor's thinking this big elaborate plan to be brave and courageous, and Slytherin's like, I would just, I already did it. Yeah, it's done. I went over here and just did the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your argument, I, I can't accept him as Slytherin. Okay, okay. So, who's next? <sighs> Katrina. Where'd you put her? There's not a trash can house. <laughs> There's not. She's a squib. <laughs> Oh, ouch. The witch <laughs> is a squib? A, she wasn't a very good witch. Ooh. <laughs> Come on. Okay, so I Where'd see... Where'd you put her? I see shades of Ravenclaw in her because when she went evil, I could see part of that as the allure of power and knowledge. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, she's been struggling with um, her her the strength of her powers and not being where she feels like she should be. And mm-hmm. so I could see the blood magic being like this forbidden kind of thing, but it's like, but but I want to know about it. Like it maybe it won't maybe it won't corrupt me. Mm-hmm. So I could see shades of Ravenclaw with her. Um but but I don't know. I get some I get some Hufflepuff too because she's she is very loyal to to Henry. Mhm. More so than to Ichabod, though. But mm-hmm. I, she's she's a tough one because she's almost got shades of Slytherin, too, because she's very single-minded. Mm-hmm. See, I put her in Slytherin. You put her in Slytherin. I put her in Slytherin, and let me explain why. Okay. Hit me with um, it. She was very hesitant with her powers, like you were saying, and she mm-hmm. was a, a person out of her time. And, and actually, what you were just saying actually convinced me further. Oh, wow. To put okay. her in Slytherin, okay? But once she went dark side... She was whole hog into it. She did not hesitate. Yeah. Um, she was able to cast the traveler spell that uh, Solomon 
uh, Kent, who was couldn't supposed to be do. a great witch, couldn't do. So she had the power. Yeah. And once she got herself focused. And she embraced it. And embraced who she was, I guess, who she was. Yeah. Boom. She was able to do this huge magic. Yeah. And once she had herself focused into something, she was no longer that hesitant little meek. Yeah person anymore and she's she was great still was loyal and i don't mean i don't mean like she was a great character but she was doing great things great big huge things big things horrible things but big things yeah which we've heard slytherins be described as yeah so that's why i put her in there yeah okay i i can definitely see that i mean once she accepted the blood magic and how she was that was her power she could use it and once she understood she was damn that good at it too she, and that traveler spell took her nothing and she's flinging people against uh yeah absolutely yeah where she struggled you know before once to- she found her 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 slot in life boom yeah she was bigger than life and yeah. she was still a terrible character I think bad Katrina was better than regular Katrina, but I was so I sick I, and tired I of her. I got more of a sense of who bad Katrina was. Right. Than good she Katrina. had more personality. Yeah. And she still stuck with her son. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. She was still very loyal to her son. Yeah. To the end. Yeah. She was absolutely loyal to family. Yeah. But also very shrewd with witches have done been done wrong. Now we're yeah. going to take care of things. Yeah. We're going to even, so, even the odds. So I put her straight into Slytherin. Okay. So And it was that those final episodes that That's, yeah, they, sealed the deal for me. Yeah. Because she did, man. She became quite the magical badass. She was. And yeah. she could have she could very possibly have used all of that for good. It was her choice yeah. to do the bad things that she did. But still, once she found her way, yeah. she did big things. Yeah. I mean, hell, to travel back. 200 years in the blink of an eye like that mm-hmm. where solomon kent was struggling yeah he was and he was supposed to be a big a big bad wizard elder wizard dude yeah so okay that's my I arguments can, I for can slytherin buy that and i did i mean i was struggling with it because i didn't want to throw her in the bad house immediately into the bad house yeah. quote unquote but that's not how we look at it but that's not but and that's not my reason because oh, she was a bad person yeah no, no, it was what she was capable of yeah in the end. So, that's my yeah. argument for Katrina. Okay. Um, Henry. Uh, I see Henry as Hufflepuff. Really? Yeah. I put him in Ravenclaw. I see, uh, I can I see He him. studied everything. That's true. But also like he was so searching for family and for loyalty. Of course, he went to the wrong place with Moloch. Mm-hmm. But he But was... even Ravenclaws do that. That's true. Look at... I mean, and I I keep coming back to Luna, but she's the only real Ravenclaw we know. Yeah. Uh, even... Well, think about... Um, Cho's Ravenclaw. Hmm? We don't, we don't know a lot about Cho, though. No, we don't really know a whole lot about Cho. Um, but she did struggle with... Uh, between Harry and yeah. Cedric. Yeah. But I'm thinking um, Helena. Yeah. And her... Was it... Helena was the mother? The daughter. Daughter. The, okay, so Helena Rowena was the daughter. Was the Rowena mother. was the mother, but you know, Rowena and her ties with her daughter mm-hmm. um, was a struggle. Yeah, and that's something that Henry struggled with with his his either father, whichever one you want to pick. <laughs> um, but he did study a lot. He did every you know he learned a lot. He was a freaking lawyer. That's true. 
you know, and he was able to convince Frank to sign those papers in an instant. Um, he managed, and I have full confidence in the fact that he really did get those benefits for uh, Cynthia and Macy. Cynthia and Macy. Yeah. And set up all the things that he did. He was able to convince um, the people of Terrytown Psychiatric that Ichabod and Abby were not allowed to see Frank. Right. Um, the entire village that he built. See, he I had see, to have studied everything I about the town to get that puppy. built. Really? When you look at him in his quiet moments mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the plants. The plants. And the little activities. That they never explained. Even though they were evil crafts. Um, I see. He was crafty. He I got see around. that as what he would have been like if he hadn't have gone down the path he did mm-hmm. with being buried alive mm-hmm. and being because yeah. you know he went cray yeah in the ground for like 250 uh, yeah. years well you know as you do and so i think if he wouldn't have gone down that path he would have been a very i think he would have been a straight up hufflepuff mm-hmm. honestly i can see the borderline but i still yeah i still lean to ravenclaw because he was very studious yeah and he would all he was always spouting quotes him and Ichabod did quote uh-huh. at the very, oh, they yeah. They did quote the Hamlet at the end. Which he had, to, that's the thing. And families tend to be, tend to house together. And that's the, that's the thing that I, sometimes I tend to forget about Henry. He, um, he rose, Moloch raised him out of the ground 13 years before our show starts. Yes. He learned all that in 13 years. Yes, he did. He learned he to be a, a lawyer. Kid. Yeah. He when learned he to be was, a lawyer, went yeah. to, was able, and to integrate into society enough yeah, to survive in 13 years. That's really not that long. Yeah. 13 years is not that long. To get a law degree and because he had to get an undergrad. Uh-huh. I could see Ravenclaw. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. Families do tend to pass the same traits on. They do tend to. Um I mean, uh, the black family was mostly Slytherin. Yeah. It was um, serious. He was the rebel. Was the, the, the rebel. The weirdo. Yeah, I swear. Uh, so, but it does yeah. tend to happen. But his brother Regulus, I think, is a good example of Slytherin. A Slytherin so, gone good. He was so courageous to do what he did. He was. I mean, it ended up killing well, him. Well, at the end of the day, Draco was too. Yep. He didn't want to kill um, Dumbledore. Yeah. He did not want to, but he felt like he didn't have a choice. Right. Because of who his family was, and he was scared. Yeah. I mean, hell, can you imagine being in his position? Yeah. Good Lord. (sighs) I can't even, I can't imagine putting my kids into that. No. But then Voldemort was then testing Lucius's... Yeah. um, ...loyalty. Yeah. But we're not here to discuss Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I still... You'd still put, put him Henry in Ravenclaw. Straight into Ravenclaw, yeah. I, I see, I could see Ravenclaw, but I can also see Hufflepuff. Maybe, I, maybe I can see Hufflepuff, if he but. It was on a different path. Right. If he wasn't buried for 200 years, I could see him as a Hufflepuff. Yeah. But he was. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So, uh. Holly? He- headless? Holly. Oh, okay. You want to do Holly first? Yeah, let's do Holly. Holly's too easy. Hufflepuff. He is a Hufflepuff one. Finder. He is a finder. freaking finder. He is. He's particularly good at finding. That's pretty much his job. That's what he does for a living. He is loyal. Mm-hmm. Um, once you gain his loyalty. Yes. He is loyal. He doesn't just hand it out for free. And he's fair. Yes. He makes his deal and he sticks to it. Yep. You may and, not like the deal. And I loved it. Um, it was so funny because 
when uh, Abby confronted him, like, you abandoned us in the woods. And he's like, yep, I did do that. I'm sorry. I did. Let me make up to yeah. Let me make it up to oh, you. Yeah, absolutely. He completely told the truth. That He's like, he, he reminds me of Jack Sparrow. He yeah. freaking tells the truth all the time. <laughs> and nobody believes him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd put Jack Cap- Captain Jack Sparrow in Hufflepuff yeah. too, but that's beside the and, point. You know, Hufflepuffs are all about hard work, and you know it. The, He's the one out there looking for stuff. Yeah, these things don't just fall into his lap. I mean, look no, at, they don't. That look, takes stud- studying, yep. learning the area, learning the background, knowing Talking what to tools people. you need, networking, yeah, all that, yeah, dedication. You don't just. There's no X marks the spot. Yeah. That's yeah. not how it and works. And when he makes the deal, yeah. well, and like when um, he got the Pied Piper bone, mm-hmm. and they come in to take it, and he's got it in the box, and he tells them straight up front. It broke. It's broken. Yeah. And they're like, we don't care. The money's already transferred, and he leaves. But he was straight up front about it. Mm-hmm. He's truthful. He's loyal. He's honest, which is the same thing as truthful. That's 100% and his reputation in his business, his reputation is everything. Yes, it is. That's That's all you have. Yes. In this, in this in that business, semi-legal. Word of mouth in that business is all you get. Yeah. And if yeah. you're bad at what you do, you get bad talked. Yeah. So, yeah, he's 100%. There's no... <laughs> d- he is Hufflepuff. There was no doubt in my mind. As much as Ichabod is Ravenclaw, yeah. he is Hufflepuff. Yeah, that's what No I doubt too. in my mind. I didn't struggle with that at all. Okay, we decided that we were going to sort Abraham and Headless separately. separately. Yes. Because they are two totally different people. Yes. Absolutely differently. I can't make, I can't, Abraham, I cannot do it. Abraham, don't know where to put him. Really difficult because part of me, and not just because it's Slytherin, is Slytherin, but then again, I'm like, he's not that cunning. Exactly. He's I wanted to put him in Slytherin, shit. but he's an idiot. I think he's a Gryffindor. I think he's he a squib. In with, oh, you think he's a squib. I think he's a squib. He charges in without thinking. He tends to because you know gryffindors mm-hmm. can tend to ha- be clouded over by their quote-unquote bravery shoot shoot first ask questions later yeah mentality and yeah so i think that's the closest for him yeah um i don't think he's smart enough for Ravenclaw. no he's, he's not he's very much the friend that um is like yeah yeah book stupid let's just go do the thing and he's not loyal enough for hufflepuff no not at all he's not even loyal to enough to katrina no no. Or Moloch, or Henry, mm-hmm. or anybody, including, I don't think he's loyal to himself. No, no. So, no. Um, I'd say either yeah. Squib or Gryffindor. Gryffindor, I think. But not a great Gryffindor, one of those. Because uh, Cormac McLaggen comes to mind. He was preening, he was the one that went after um, uh, 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 Hermione, the one that almost won the uh, Quidditch try out over wrong oh right right yeah 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 yeah. he's that kind of gryffindor yeah he's like i'm gonna say it again yeah it's like he's all (laughs) the bad qualities yeah there are bad gryffindors too and and just yes absolutely uh i see exactly where you're coming from and and i agree uh but see i put headless in gryffindor i would put headless in slytherin Really? Yes. Very focused. Very driven. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very powerful. Very powerful. Um, gonna get the shit done. But you don't have to be powerful to be in Slytherin because Hermione and Jenny. Hermione. 
Hermione was the most powerful witch of her age. Oh, you're saying because she's not in Slytherin. She's not yeah. in Slytherin. That's gotcha. what I'm saying. Gotcha. You don't have to be yeah. powerful to be in Slytherin, but it but helps. He's very, uh, and I think it's probably because he's been divested of his brain. Um, but he's very focused. Literally. He's very um, menacing and intimidating mm-hmm. because that's what works. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. Um, that's what got him what he wanted. Very one track minded. Yeah. Very take focused, off that cunning, take the heads goal oriented. Did not see. He seemed more stupid when he was Abraham than he did when he was. Headless. That's and that's why we sorted him as two different people because they are two different people. Yeah, Abraham versus the headless horseman of death. Yeah, yeah, two totally different people. So you put you put headless in Gryffindor. I put him in Gryffindor. Okay. Um, because he tends to be the the act first, think later, the stomp in, and there's and no thinking later really for him. But yes, yeah, the stomp in, take care of business, and get out. Yeah, yeah. That's where I was going. Yeah, I, I didn't even that. consider Slytherin. Yeah, but I see your point of view. So yeah, like, he's definitely like on at, edge. Um, and I know I laughed about this at the time because it is kind of hilarious. But <laughs> when he was faced with um, the sun coming up, he went in the fucking river. He went and stood in the riverbed all fucking day. I forgot about that. And to me, I was like, that's pretty fucking cunning. That's pretty smart. Yeah. That's some smarts right there. Whereas Abraham would have been like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Well, that's where um, Headless's coffin was. Yeah. Was down, down below. Yeah. So I can see why he would think that it would work because, well, he did it before. His coffin's not still. Where is his coffin? I don't know. Because it was, like, chained up and shit, remember? Mm-hmm. It was in the, like, the uh, uh, um, title scene sequence yeah. thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we'll yeah. have to go back and look. I don't think they ever, they don't ever really talk about it. So. No. So that's everybody. Yeah. They've been sorted. And I think for the most part we agree. Yeah. The Gryffindor-Slytherin line is so it is. tough. It is. Because you don't, you don't. And you try not to be biased, but at the same time, stereotypes can exist for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And some stereotypes, that's just the way it is. Yeah. It doesn't make it a bad thing, though. It doesn't make it when bad, people, yeah. Yeah, people tend to think stereotypes are, uh, that's a bad thing, but that... It doesn't have to be. They're not bad. Yeah. They don't have to be. So, yeah. That was fun. There we go. Yay. Exciting. Yeah, and we might have to do that for some other... I enjoyed that. Where would I put Bullock? He's Hufflepuff, isn't he? Oh, he's totally Hufflepuff. <sighs> Damn it. <sighs> All right. Oh, and Jim is so Gryffindor. Oh, well, anyway. God, yes. Yeah. We'll discuss that. Yes. Later, maybe. So, um, now this is your warning for... Final warning. Tharby spoilers <laughs> ahead. And like, and like we said, I don't personally consider these spoilers. This has been stuff that's been released officially. Um from fox or it's made it into the news like we know certain people aren't going to be back um so i don't necessarily consider those spoilers but if you do um now would be the time to um turn us off and come back for season come back for season three episode one yep it airs on october October 1st at eight eastern seven central and we'll be uh, watching it on thursday nights we'll be recording our podcasts on saturday if schedules allow Yes. And getting it aired. Yeah. Okay. So, spoiler time. Yay! Yay! Okay. We mentioned this a little bit in the first part of the cast, but in March of 2015, Mark Goffman, who's the showrunner, left the series. Yep. After two seasons. 
Um, on March 18th, they announced that Sleepy Hollow was renewed for an 18 episode. We're going to get 18 episodes. Bless. Actually, I don't know how I feel about the 18, but I'll take what I can get. Uh, the third season with the new showrunner, Clifton Campbell. Okay. Uh, Clifton Campbell actually has done some of the same work that Mark has done. Okay. They've both worked on White Collar. I like my, I, I liked White Collar. I, I watched it back in the day a little it. bit. Um, but... Um, Clifton has also done a lot of work with Glade, the Glades. Yeah, yeah. Which I really enjoyed watching. I just, it kind of dropped off of my list. Because there's only so many things you can keep up with. Right. There's only so much time in my life. But That's kind of why I stopped watching White Collar. Right. But he did like, he did 13 episodes of White Collar, but he did 49 episodes of the Glades. Okay. He was with them from 2010 to 2013. Okay. So, um, so they're bringing him on board. To Sleepy Hollow. And um, somebody, I read that somebody asked him, because um, originally they were going to do uh, something with Ichabod's mom in season two, and it fell by the wayside. And Campbell was asked if they were going to revisit that, and he was like, no. No. The fans have made it clear that they're done with Ichabod's family. And so that gives me hope. They're listening. That that he, they realize there were some problems. And that we, we as a fandom were like, uh, yeah, we need to change directions. Well, it's the fact that they've actually noticed. Yes. That the fans are like, okay, we're done. Yeah. So. Um, I appreciate that as a fan. So he was, uh, Clifton was quoted as saying, we have made some creative changes and we've moved the characters forward so they're not just dying in place. Which is good to hear. Okay. Uh, we don't want anything to ever be too settled in Sleepy Hollow. That would be the antithesis of our show. Okay. But also don't hurt my babies. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm very protective and I want to be entertained, but uh, it's, I wore it my, I wore with myself. Yeah. They, uh, the article, this is a Entertainment Weekly article that I'm reading from. It says, the heart of the series will still be the relationship between Abby and Ichabod. Bless. That's where this show lives. Um, he says other changes this season are we're not going to be as mythology laden as the show has been in the past. The fun is definitely back. Okay. Uh, and then goes on to talk about the Bones crossover, which we'll get to. Right. Eventually. So, um, so that's, we got a new showrunner. Okay. And it sounds like he's paying attention. I appreciate that. Which is fine. That's good. Just be really careful with how much you change. Yeah, because I, we did like it, at, you know, for, for what it is. Yeah, just, you know, you, you change too much and you lose your show. Yeah. As long as they keep that focus on Ichabod and Abby. I think we'll be okay. Some Jenny. And some Jenny. Some Jenny in there. I think we'll be good. Um, so do you want to do, I think we should probably do casting stuff before we do episode stuff. Okay. Uh, did you want to talk about the trailer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The trailer we finally fucking got. Like two days ago or something? Two or three oh days ago. Oh, my gosh. It just came out. It's, it's. I was afraid we weren't going to have one. I, yeah, I didn't, I did too. But it's really short and quick. Yeah, you don't get a whole lot from it. Very much flashes here and there. Um, there's almost no story. I'll tell front. you one thing we do get a flash of. Mm. The fucking Headless Horseman. Which we were told was not coming back. As we were told specifically. Maybe about, those guys. Yeah, we that, read. Maybe those guys that um, played him aren't coming back and they're going to bring in another stunt guy because he was very notably headless and he looks scary. So I think the right. Abraham part is 
gone. Uh, especially since Katrina can't see his head anymore because Katrina dead. Well, we know Neil Jackson's not coming back. Right. That has been confirmed. Right. So Abraham is not coming back. But Headless will. Whether or not Headless actually comes back is still up in the air. Which I'm receptive to that because they kind of they kind of did this well, in the last just... episode where he was cool again. Right. They can't just leave him hanging. Right. So uh, that leads us into the casting for okay. the trailer. So we know we're go- we've got Tom Meissen <laughs> and uh, Nicole. <laughs> they're both they're both still around. Lindy Greenwood is still listed as a main character. Thank God. Uh, Use her more, Clifton. I know she was recurring in season one, but she's main for seasons two and three. Oh, good. Um, good, good, good. We will not have Katrina Crane. Bless, bless, bless. Very happy uh, about and that. And a moment of silence. Orlando Jones will not be returning. I'm very upset about that. To Sleepy Hollow. There were too many differences between him and the previous uh, powers that be. Yeah. And he was not happy with how things were progressing. And he I called them on him. their bullshit when he when uh, he did. they did horrible things with his character. He did. And he said, uh, fuck the shit, I'm out. Pretty much. Literally. Yeah. And he's gone. So yep. Frank Irving will not be returning. I just hope they explain it. Yeah, I do too. just leave it. I'm upset about that. But I will say, after all the shenanigans that happened, and he's finally himself again because Henry died, I could, from a character standpoint, see Frank taking Cynthia and Macy and going, I'm out. Yeah, going to the other side, going to California or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like totally moving to where Cynthia's parents live or wherever. In California. Yeah. Just making a new, a fresh start for Macy, which would make I perfect could see sense. That. I could see that. Absolutely. So. Uh, John Noble will not be returning. Obviously. I love him, but I'm glad. I am too. I like I don't even want flashbacks. I love John Noble, but I'm so sick of him. We have had so much Henry slash Jeremy. So, so sick of him. So who will be in the show? Lindy Greenwood, we already discussed. Jenny will be there. So we've got some new people. Uh Shannon Sauceman. Okay. Has been cast as Pandora. I like her. I don't really know her. Yeah, you do. Do I? Night's Tale. That's right. We've had this discussion. Yep. And The Order. And The Order. Oh, yeah. She's two of my favorite movies. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know her name. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, it's awesome on there. You go. Now you know it. Yeah. She's great. I, li- I, like, I like her. I like her. So that's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm, we're assuming she's going to be the big bad. She's Pandora. No last she's name Pandora. given. No. She's just listed as Pandora. So I'm thinking she's that Pandora. That's my understanding when we get to the episode blurbs. That's that's what I've been led to believe. Okay. Um, Nikki Reed from Twilight fame. <laughs> Rosalie. Poor maybe. I mean, those those people just wanted to be in a... These actors just they wanted were like, to be... like, I want a job. This, the, well, the Twilight franchise was so huge. Oh, God, it was Everybody gigantic. wanted to be in it. Just yes. like everybody wanted to be in Harry Potter. Everybody wanted to be in Twilight. And it was such a terrible movie. Every one of them. <laughs> They're all so bad. So I don't know that I have a problem with her... Yeah, I don't know her well enough outside of Rosalie. So I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I hope she has the acting chops to do this. But my problem is with, I think her character, Betsy Ross, who we know has been mentioned like I think four or five times so far, um, because we we knew this casting news going in going into seasons one and two podcasting, right? Um, and so I kept an ear out for her, and apparently she was quite amorous. In her pursuit of Ichabod back in the day. She was quite the um, go-getter. Yeah, go-getter is a good phrase. She's quite the go-getter. 
uh, from what we understand. So, and we've seen pu- publicity stills, and um, she looks like a freaking pirate. She looks like a fucking pirate. She's got like a saber and shit. The official with a photo corset with a goddamn fucking corset. I know with those tits that are never going to stay in place. Nope, you can't fight like no. that. No, but we've also seen stills of her in like a full, a full formal ball gown, yeah, thing. So she can pull it off both ways. That wasn't bad. I I didn't like the pirate. And um, are you gonna read the descriptions? I can. Okay, I we think... can go back to the photos. We'll okay, just, we can discuss the photos. Okay. Um. So yeah, just right at the look of her, I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about this because I do, what I don't want them to do with her is to be like typical, like. The way some guys write female characters is just, I'm going to make her to where she, she's like a strong female character and she can kick ass and she doesn't like girly things because girly things are stupid. And I just don't want that kind of a female character. Well, that's why I was glad to see her in the ball gown dress. Yeah. Because, I mean, Abby and Jenny are not what I would call girly girls, but they're not disdainful of what I would consider like very feminine things. True. They're not like, I don't wear makeup. Makeup is stupid. Girls shouldn't like makeup. <laughs> I mean, because I think then you just shit upon some facet of womanhood. Right. So I don't want her to be that kind of a female character. I'm hoping she won't be. But, eh, whatevs. Yeah. Uh, so the article, because there's so much more news about Betsy Ross than there is any of the other new characters. So there's a another Entertainment Weekly article, because that's where everything is, apparently. Yeah. Um. That Betsy Ross was the only female member of George Washington's Culpa Ring of Spies, which we have touched on in, in previous right, episodes, right. so there's there's that. And her 13-star flag has supernatural properties. I could buy that. Which will help Crane and Abby throughout this season. Oh, God, is that going to be the go-to thing? Like, get the flag! I, I guess. You know where my big reservation is with this? Hmm. By the sound, she's a series regular, right? Yes, she is listed as regular. How they're going to make her a regular. Not guest, not guest Not guest. How they're going to make her a regular character. To me, that says that they're not just going to do it in flashbacks. Right. Which means somehow they've got to get her into present day. And I could be completely wrong and they could just flashback it up. And that's fine. But I'm worried that they're going to put her in modern day to be a love interest with him. And I don't know how they're going to do that without it being completely cheesetastic. It's going to be cheesetastic, though. As long as it's good cheesetastic, yeah. though. And I'm okay with her being a past love interest for Ichabod. Mm-hmm. I don't want her being a present love interest with Ichabod. Yeah. Because yeah. he already has one. I know. I so, know. Yeah. You don't. But the thing is, though, if there was no competition whatsoever. I know. I know. It would not be as fun, I don't, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, on the other side, we have new character, FBI Daniel Reynolds. Okay. Um, who's played by Lance Gross, okay. who's also a season regular. Okay. Uh, we'll get to him. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't like him. Wait till you see the show. Come on. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. so judgy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like new things. I'm like an old person. I'm like, get off my fucking lawn. <laughs> I just want Ika, Abby, and Jenny. <laughs> yeah, but if we get to Ika, Abby, then that's the end of the show. I know. You know that. I know. There's I'll take be... a slow burn. I like slow burn fix. Hey. So, the, But there's got to be other stuff in the way. I want mutual pining, and they can't be mutually pining if they're with people. 
They don't necessarily have to be with people. They better not be with people. Anyway, there's uh, one more. One more. Main character that's been uh, introduced. Joe Corbin is coming back, which I'm actually okay with. I'm okay with based on, uh, based on the description we get of him, that he's more going to be like a Holly replacement. That's what I'm understanding, that he's going to be like Team Jenny. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Which is fine. Give Jenny stuff to do. Yeah. Instead of like, well, we can't fit into this main story, so we'll just have her not be present and not explain it. But I like that he's a character that we already knew. Yeah, I'm even, okay with that. Even though his original introduction I had issues with, because we were in the middle of season two, we never knew that Corbin had a son. Yeah. Which was absolutely ridiculous, but they are bringing him back. <coughs> so I'm glad to see that he's not just a one-off, that he's going to come back. But Holly's not coming back, yeah. as far as we know. He's not listed as guest or recurring or anything. So, but the, see the thing the thing about Holly is they could bring him back at any point when it's convenient. Oh yeah, because could just be it a could guest. take him years to to hunt down uh, his godmother. I was about to just call her mom, but yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, conceivably they have a good excuse for him not to be around. But I don't want him to just be gone. Yeah, I really don't. Yeah. Um, also, Reyes is still listed as recurring character. Okay, Sheriff Corbin. He's still listed as a recurring character, so we're going to get more flashbacks of him. I love Corbin. Reverend Knapp. Woo! Is listed as reoccurring, so they're going to... I'm... I want to... That's telling we me that there's going to be... doing a lot of flashbacks. Flashbacks between... With Betsy Ross and Reverend Knapp. I want to see some of that. If they keep Betsy Ross to flashbacks, I think I will not that's be gonna so That's going to be hard, mutinous. though, to have her listed as a main character. Yeah. That's going to be weird. Yeah. Um, but Grace Dixon is also... Yeah, listed as returning. I'm excited about that. So anybody else that I've not mentioned is either is just not listed, but we don't know. So that sounds like because we know Grace and uh, Reverend Knapp are e- even if they pull some stuff with Betsy Ross, we know they're firmly in the past. But they're listed as reoccurring, right? So I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of historical shenanigans, which I really am excited about because I love those episodes when we get into that more. So oh, that's, yeah. that's great. I want more of that. I really do want more of that, too. Okay. So that's our casting news. Um, if you want to go over the photos. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, the one thing I'm angry about. <laughs> they cut off Ichabod's hair. Yeah. But on the flip so side, much. they cut off Abby's hair, too, and now they're matchy. They do have matching haircuts, They though. have couples haircuts, guys. That's really the only... Saving, but you did find grace. out that that is Tom's real hair now. From what I understand. Uh, so. Because I can't find it now, but I saw a photo of him at like uh, a Sleepy Hollow premiere. Like Fox does like their, they have these premiere parties for yeah. the whole station or whatever. Yeah. CW, all, all the Yeah, they all do, do that. All, they all do it. Um, but a, a picture of that, it's his actual hair. Yeah. He's grown his hair out now, so. I'm hoping it was just for that reason because it's kind of at that awkward stage. And it kind of does a little flippy thing. It does. It's terrible. But Abby chopped hers off, too. But, yeah, they they do have actually matching haircuts. He is still wearing his, his time-appropriate clothing. So. I was very worried about that. Uh, so there's that. Abby seems to... She's still wearing the boots. Yes. But they have a big fat heel in them now. Okay. I noticed. So but she's still dressed relatively the same. Jenny still has her long, curly hair, and yep. she's got the vest going on. So she's pretty much still Jenny. Um, Joe Corbin comes back and the 
still they have of him is just in short sleeves. Yeah. And, um, Which I don't understand. Big old, how, his arms are huge, by the way. Yeah, I don't understand what his status is going to be because he was going to Quantico. But he would have gotten to Quantico before Abby did. Right. Because that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah, because Abby's in the FBI now. Right. So there's the other FBI dude that Lance Gross is playing. He's supposed to be Abby's boss from what we understand. Yeah. Don't know how that's all going to play out. So I don't know. Is Jor? Is Jor? I don't even know who that is. Joe Corbin going to be her partner? I don't know. And Reyes is still around. So I, I'm very confused as to how they're going to fit this all together in a pleasing way. Well, it's almost like they're moving the law enforcement team from a sh- local sheriff's department up to an FBI level. Yeah. Which that breeds into the crossover between Sleepy Hollow and, and Bones. Bones. Which I'm wary of. But we'll get to that when we get to the episode. Yeah. Recaps. That's just really scary. But they just yeah. show him in a suit. So he's just a, your typical authority figure. Yeah. If they bring him, bring him in as the new, I don't know, not new Frank, but. Because we thought Reyes was going to come in. And be, and be yeah. the new Frank. And they just let her the authority go completely figure. flat. I would like a character for Reyes this year. That would be great. That would be interesting. Well, at least they brought her to reoccurring yeah that's true well she was reoccurring last season too but i just was really hoping for more from her character i was too so but he is listed as main character okay so hopefully he'll actually be around more they've got a huge list of main people this season so we'll see how quickly he gets embroiled in the uh the secret war or if he's going to be on the outside Privy to it yeah i kind of like i kind of miss having somebody that's involved but doesn't know anything yeah that Frank was like in season one. Yeah, I miss I that dynamic. Like that. Yeah, I miss that dynamic. I really do. Yeah. So, and then um, we've talked about Nikki Reed's costumes that they've shown. Yeah, we have the pirate thing. Yarg. But every one of these photo stills that they've sent us, which Miss Caroline, bless her heart. Yeah. Sent our direction. She also, did. She sent us the trailer too. Yeah, she did. Was that Miss? Yes. Bless you, Miss Caroline. As soon as it it came out, Miss Charlotte uh, sent it to did us. Did I call her Caroline? I think you did. I'm sorry. That's your mom's name. Charlotte. Yeah. The spider from Charlotte's Web, who I adore. Yes. My my apologies. But we love you, and we're so glad that you sent these to us so that we could look at them. Um, And she sent us the first, the the Just the first, yeah. Where there's the two of them, and they're back-to-back. The the silhouette thing. Yeah. Which was looked almost like fan art. It did. But they've used fan art before. Yeah, that's true. Bless their hearts. So, um, but then we see Pandora. Right. And she's in the black dress, and she's mm-hmm. got these tattoos down her arm. They're like wavy, mm-hmm. like waves, circle. I hope things. they do something cool with her. I do, too. I would like a big bad that I'm not just like, you're a sack full of crap. Yeah. Because Henry got so whiny about, yeah, you abandoned Not me near and... as whiny as Abraham. No, God, and Abraham. And I'm glad it doesn't look like he's going to be like the new... Let's let's head the apocalypse because let's face it, Abraham can't lead shit. It would be a disaster. So I, I am pretty happy that he doesn't seem to be featuring in. Well, we know that Neil's not coming back. Right, that's been very prevalent. So even that if he's not get, coming, even back. if we get headless, we're not going to get Abraham. Sure, they could talk Thank about headless. God, and that would be like use him for flashback kind of thing. That's that would be good. Which I thought they were going to do. Well, and maybe that's why he's in the trailer. I don't know. He's just, but it's not what explained. a sleepy, but what a sleepy hollow without the headless horseman. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, which means they can't be completely abandoning the horseman of the apocalypse thing. 
Well, we can't because we still have famine and pestilence to go. Yep. So there's yeah. only some so they've I'm just really hoping they've got something in mind here. I hope there's some greater plan and it's all going to fit together and we're going to go, oh, OK, this is good. This is OK. So uh, it airs October 1st is the first episode. Right. It is entitled Eyewitness. OK. And I know that it is directed by Peter Weller. And you told me Peter Weller is the guy that played Admiral Marcus in Star Trek Into Darkness. Yes, which he is. I did not know that he directed, so I'm kind of excited about that. He does. I went and looked, and he's actually directed quite a bit of stuff. I think it's really cool when actors direct, because I think it gives them a, a different perspective, um, because they've they've done both sides of it. So I think yeah. that's really cool. It's probably one of the reasons why Ron Howard is so good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's hit or miss, but... Well, and Timothy Busfield's a director, too. Yeah, he is. Um, which I would love to see him get his hands on Sleepy Hollow from a directorial standpoint. Ooh, yeah. That'd be really cool. They haven't mentioned any... Any Benjamin Franklin? Benjamin Franklin. Though there was a different Benjamin Franklin in season one. Yes, that's true. Than there was in season two. So and he didn't no say telling. anything. They just... I, they finally got a, decided to get a name, I guess, when he was going to have lines. I suppose. Yeah. So. Uh, so anyway, what I've read for the first episode. Uh, with old enemies gone, Abby and Crane are apparently moving on with their lives. I don't like it. <laughs> However, the discovery of a mysterious tablet shows that there may be a new dark prophecy surrounding our witnesses. The two team together with the help of an old amulet and continue their epic takedown of forces of evil in the all-new Eyewitness Season 3. Okay, and you know what, el what else I've heard about this episode? What? Is it's, it's a year later. Yeah. Abby's in the FBI. Yes, Abby has taken off and gone to the FBI for who knows why. And Ichabod went to fucking England. Yeah. To find himself or some shit. Yeah. With, yeah. I don't know what money, because... I'm still not he figuring has no that job. out. Uh, apparently, I want to live in this world where you don't even have to think about money. You just I would go. like Abby to take care of me as well. I mean, God knows she's like supporting. She's secret. Well, too, you know, less people to support because Katrina did. That's true. That's true. Uh, Them corsets ain't cheap. I mean, all she's got is now is, well, I'm still thinking Jenny's working on a, uh, a co-op program. Some illegal, with a patrol officer. Some illegal. I think she's still working the black market. She probably is. Well, she has to. She could fill Holly's space. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Which is who Holly is? Who I always thought Jenny was anyway. Yeah, because she, she's uh, researched this stuff and she's not acquiring it to sell it. She's acquiring it to help them with their fight against evil. Right. She was always the mercenary. Yeah. The treasure hunter, the yeah. Indiana Jones, and then we had Holly come along, who I liked Holly. Yeah. It's just like they took the idea of Jenny's character and split it in two. Yeah, and they were like, let's throw in another white dude. So, yeah. Uh, so, I read an article where they interviewed Time Meissen. And the question was, I cannot remember where I got this from. Darn it, I didn't source it, and I apologize. I'm all for suspending logic to enjoy genre television. Mm -hmm. But how exactly does Crane get to England with falsified documents on Sleepy Hollow? Uh, thank you for asking that question. Something we all would like to know. So, that's an interesting question that might be answered by this new casting for a potential love interest that comes into Ichabod's life for a multi-episode arc. I don't like her. There is a lady on the scene. Her name is Zoe Corneth, and she's played by Maya Kaizen. Kaizen? K-A-Z-A-N. Okay. Tom Meissen says. She's introduced because she's going to help Ichabod fill out the paperwork for his American citizenship. He's going to be a citizen. 
Of course, how could that not blossom into something when there's something as sexy as paperwork? They're kindred spirits. Don't you but use he's the K-word? Res- reticent? Yeah, reticent. As you can imagine. Yeah. Because he got a fine-ass lady in wherever she is. I would say the archives, but I don't know where the hell she is. We have no idea. Quantico or whatever. Uh, they're they're going to have to come up with something. Yeah. Um. And then there's episode two. Right. Uh, October 8th, which is Whispers in the Dark. Okay, which that is sounds cool. When it sounds like we're going to be introduced to Pandora. Okay. Because what I found is when Pandora uses her powers to unleash a new form of evil, Abby and Abby and Crane are forced to face their past in unexpected ways. So maybe that's where they're going to bring in. Are they going to use Pandora to bring in Betsy Ross? I don't know. That's a very good question. I'm looking at the eyewitness cast list right now on IMDb, which God knows we know that's not very reliable reliable but it does no. have betsy ross listed for the first episode okay so they'll probably do betsy ross and then but if she's a main character they could have her listed throughout that's true because they'll do that and they won't put the credit only because they've got pandora listed on this too so who right. the hell knows exactly so, yeah so then there's episode three which is blood and fear okay fear is rampant in sleepy hollow when pandora releases an ancient artifact from her box that can transform an ordinary human into a terrifying figure from the past Okay, so this is what you were saying where you thought this meant that she was the real Pandora. Right. Okay. And so they mentioned her box. Her box. So, so I do believe it is Pandora and Pandora's box. Okay. Which is fine. Which, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm cool with that. Do something cool with it. It's a thing. Um, but uh, the Bones crossover episode does not air until the 29th. It's supposed to be their Halloween thing. I wanted a real Halloween episode. Yeah. I want a, I want a jack-o'-lantern. And I want Ichabod to For give it the side Hollow, eye. Heck yeah. Because that because history, that's why. But there uh but Sleepy Hollow does come on Thursday nights right, right after Bones. Right. That's their lineup. Is so it after or before? It's after. Oh. It's okay. Bones first and then okay. Sleepy Hollow. So Sleepy Hollow is gonna be on at eight instead of seven? Starting at eight PM Eastern, so seven is oh, okay. Bones. Okay. And then um, Then Sleepy Hollow. So what I have on that is, according to IGN, um, there's going to be Ichabod and uh, Abby will end up teaming up with Booth and Brennan to solve the mystery behind a set of unearthed human remains. And what's the name of the Sleepy Hollow episode? It's piratey, isn't it? It is Dead Men Tell No Tales. God, I hope it's piratey. I don't have the name for the Bones episode. I don't know how that would fit into anything relevant to Sleepy Hollow, but Uh, I kind of want pirate. uh, That would be cool. Uh, but following that episode, Sleepy Hollow, where Ichabod and Abby look to Booth and Brennan, Brennan's forensic skills after Ichabod's arch enemy comes back from the dead. Well, that just reeks of Headless Horseman, doesn't it? Yeah. So they, they're playing it off as kind of like an X-Files thing. Yeah. Where the Bones Hour... Two sides. Yeah, where the Bones Hour is the Scully logic-based, where Sleepy Hollow is the Mulder-esque Because I'm really concerned that, that... Bones, I just, is, Bones now exists in this universe with horsemen and the apocalypse and demons. I just cannot and, see Temperance Brennan dealing with that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I cannot see how that's the same world. I don't either. That's insane. Yeah. But I, I did see a publicity still of, it was a behind the scenes shot. 
And it was, um, you could see the two monitors that the crew was looking at, and one had Ichabod on it, and one had Temperance on it, and they were on the platform at the Jeffersonian. That would so, be so weird. I mean, like, I'm I'm kind of jazzed about the character interactions, because right. obviously Abby and Booth are going to be like, these two idiots over here with the sciencey science, and the logic, mm-hmm. and the and the books. Because you cannot apply logic to Sleepy Hollow. We've no. discussed this. No, and so... I. <sighs> Like, I can see some of the, why it would be cool from a character standpoint, but yet also, I, I don't see how Bones can exist in this universe. Well, also, what I understand is after 11 years, Bones has a new showrunner. Or after 10 years, this is their 11th season. They after don't 10 have years, to do they something. have a new showrunner. I'm, they need to go to the house. I quit watching Bones I quit so watching many years ago. We both quit watching when... The same time. Yep. I think I watched it a little more than you did. I got part of the way into the next season after the baby was born and I just couldn't do it anymore yeah it was too it was too much domestic too quick I'm all for the domestic but it was like we're married or we're together and we have a kid well like almost immediately they threw the pregnancy in Mm -hmm. literally at their last minute because she was in the season finale because Emily Deschanel was pregnant they had already they had already done one one uh pregnancy to where they just ignored it Right, they just they hit. And that's it. what they should have done, but, but whatever. So yeah, yeah. I know. I don't but know Emily Deschanel is, is one of the executive producers of the show. Too. So is David. So is David. So yeah. it just it was it was so sudden. Yeah, such a it gave me such whiplash. I could not recover. Yeah, and so this whole this whole crossover thing it kind of smacks of desperation to me. It really does for both shows. So I'm like Bones. I can understand, man. They're they're just trying to keep along, keeping. They've been around a long time, though. And but Sleepy Hollow, I'm like, I just hope it's not detrimental. Sleepy Hollow. I think it could play off better on Sleepy Hollow than it would on Bones. Yeah, I think it was easier for it to play through the Sleepy Hollow storyline than it is for Temperance Brennan to suddenly have Sleepy Hollow in her world. Yeah, it just gives me heartburn thinking about it. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to work. So, and we're going to watch both. Yes, we will. We're gonna um, we're gonna cast for the for that week's cast. We'll just talk about both. Obviously, we're not going to talk about stuff and bones that's not relevant to Sleepy Hollow. Right. We could just recap. So we'll give like a high bits level. and pieces. Yeah. yeah, we'll do highlights as as opposed to a full recap. Right. We can just do a highlights right. uh, kind of thing, which is fine because that's that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. To put together. <coughs> Excuse me. I have no other, I have nothing else. Um, I did want to uh, talk about the writer for Eyewitness. Um, oh, because I just, I didn't recognize the writer. I just recognized them. Oh, you'll recognize them in a sec. Okay, great. Um, it's Albert Kim. And um, he also wrote The Kindred. Oh, God. Which in and of itself was not a bad episode. No, it wasn't. The, the I, fact that they ignored The Kindred's existence later was bad. The idea of The Kindred was great. He also wrote Spellcaster. Okay. But I'm going to tell you something else that he wrote that's going to make you nervous. Ouch. Heartless. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's painful. So there's that. That was the succubus episode. Spellcaster was good. Spellcaster was good. The Kindred, they were good ideas. I think the succubus idea was, you're going to get to the succubus sooner or later anyway. Yeah. When you're talking about demons. But it just played off bad. Yeah. It, it came it off real cheesy and bad. Just didn't do very well. So, um, so I, I, I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic. 
But we have new showrunners, so they have new sets of rules to play with. Yes. Oh, and they changed uh, filming locations too, didn't they? They did. They moved from North Carolina to, or to one of the Carolinas, to Atlanta. So I don't know how that's going to affect, affect the aesthetic of it. Because we've gotten used to a lot of these shots. Well, the set of the archives is just a set. That's true. They can move the set down. And I can't remember if you said this on a cast or not, or if this was offline. Um, You told me that all the aerial shots and everything of Sleepy Hollow are of Sleepy Hollow. I think that was offline. I think we discussed it in a text that the aerial shots that they do is, in fact, the actual town of Sleepy Hollow. So So that's something they they can keep doing. with stuff like that. I don't think it'll be a huge difference because right. obviously we're not going to be at Frederick's Manor anymore. No, Hopefully please we're not, not going to be at that fucking carriage house. The The cabin's a set. The cabin the is a set. Is the a archives set. is a set. The, the police station is a set. Mabel's bar is a set. Yeah, maybe. If we go back there, that felt like a very Holly Maybe's set. Maybe's bar. Yeah. But I think it's, I don't know, Abby and Ichabod went to, dri- but I think it's a familiar location. Yeah, I'd be, uh, so, so. All they have to do is move those to a different studio. Yeah, so That's I'm okay not the end of the that. world. It's the outside shots of the sheriff's department. It's that outside shot of the clock, t- or I call it the clock tower. I don't know what it really yeah. is. The, the big clock, the mini big Ben. Yeah. Uh, but I guess you could, they could still do outside shots of the town. Yeah from i don't know whatever city it was that they used i think as long as it doesn't visually jar me yeah to the i want point to, of going oh, this because is it different. still has to be in sleepy hollow it has to feel they can only change so much exactly. for it to be accepted exactly by the viewers especially by people like you and i who have been through this the whole time yeah several times now because we've watched the show from day one yep we have indeed so yeah i i'm more nervous about some of this character business that we've yeah. got going on than anything well like you keep saying that the fun is going to be back i just and i feel like um and you made this point to me uh because i was text ranting about betsy ross um and you were like she's a katrina replacement she absolutely is she's a she's like a katrina proxy and it's like oh no she's totally different she's got brown hair and i don't want it to be that so, I'm afraid she's going to be, cause though. Because they build her as this, like, she's this badass lady spy, which I'm totally okay, so behind. Okay, Katrina replacement, just good? Yeah. Well-written? Because there was that one episode where Katrina was well-written. Yes. The painting episode. And we didn't hate her. And she was okay. So, like, if they write her okay, I, I'm I'm trying to keep an open mind, but I'm finding <laughs> it very hard. Um, but also... Uh, you uh, you told me that they were billing her as the Mrs. Smith to Ichabod's Mr. Mr. Smith. Smith. Yeah, I read that somewhere. And that got my back up because I was like, he already has a Mrs. Smith and her name is Abby Mills and, you know, she's better than you. Um, So, I, I don't know. Who what do? Yeah. That's still one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. She's a cinnamon roll that uh, looks like she can't kill you, but she can totally kill oh, you. Oh, absolutely. She can kill you. Ichabod's a problematic fave. Oh, God bless him. Just him, sweet little heart. I don't even know what to do with him. So the only, the only good thing about the hair thing, because I know you're upset about that, is um, I'm guessing there can there be were some tears. hair sass. There were tears. I know. There were I some know. serious tears. It was Maybe upsetting. he's growing his own out. It's, that's, that's my hope. Yeah. I mean, I can understand how getting your hair did yeah. every single having episode. To get a, having to get a wig on. and Time consuming. And then just your personal... Please stop messing with my hair. Yeah. It's not comfortable. No. So, yeah. No. But I'm worried they've been apart this whole time between shows. 
I'm worried it's been a year yeah. and they've been apart this whole time, and that that yeah. makes me nervous. But the only upside reunion? that I see is a reunion. <laughs> they better show us some reunion. Yeah, yeah. They cannot have them apart and and forego but a reunion. If scene. it's been a year, I don't. Uh, and see, this goes back to there's no apocalypse rules, right? Um, what's been uh, like? Has the apocalypse taken a nap? There's that. Well, there's that. Now I was also thinking. Because I do this from time to time. Right. Being apart for a year nowadays is not as detrimental as being apart for a year was 10 years ago. Right. We have the internet. We have the phones, the texting, and the murder. No, wait. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's FaceTime and there's there's Skype Skype and yeah. And Twitter and, you know, there's all these things that they would still be keeping in touch, I would hope. Yeah. You can't sever that the bond. The bond. They have they to have nurture to, the bond. They have to tend the bond like a weed. <laughs> Without Henry, who's going to tend the plants? I'm very worried. <laughs> I, they never explained. They never explained the, that his weird affinity for plants. I don't even. I. You I, can't even. I can't. I have not been able to even this entire cast. So. <laughs> I just. I want it to be good so bad. I do, too. I want it to come back. Yes. I want it to be back season one. And see, the thing, I guess, that... Without Katrina. That kind of, like, a little bit frustrates me is, yeah, Goffman, he can take a lot of my crap because season two was mostly a disaster. But he did bring it back around. So I don't know if if giving him another season with knowing the mistakes, because he's one of the creators... Um, so he knew the characters really well, but their numbers, theoretically. So their numbers didn't drop as badly as you would have thought in season two, though. These are diehard fans, though. Yeah, that's true. These are true loyal fans that were there with them to the end. Four point three five million of us. Yep. Apparently, because we're gluttons for punishment. But yeah, right there at the end. Let me go and look at something. So I I don't know that I don't that I wouldn't have been okay with giving him another season to see if he no. could. You, you were not, you were like, fuck you, you came up with uh, Heartless, so you, you're dead to me. It, it, there was just too much to there forgive. There was too much, Too yeah. much to forgive. I wanted to see um, how the season went. Because we're talking, it started with 5.5 million. Yeah. Went to 5. 4, 5.04, 4.4, 4.7, 5.0. It stayed pretty steady. That? Wow, that's a surprise. You thought maybe it took a really big dip. I wanted to see if it dived down and then came back up, but it never dropped below 4.2. 4.19, which is basically 4.2. That's surprising. And that was the painting episode. Wow. Picture and Fumata, Monte. That would drop down to 4.19, but then it started, ooh, wait, What Lies Beneath? Yeah. Which was episode 16. The Jefferson episode. Got 3.84. Okay. But then it came back for Awakening and Tempest Fugit. Um, so, but it stayed relatively Well, I don't know if even. the change in nights, now that it's going to be on Thursdays, is going to hurt it or help it. DVRs, man. DVRs. That's true. Because these numbers all include DVR, DVR numbers. Yeah, that's true. So, I'd watch it no matter what night it was on, so. Yeah. it does. I will say it makes it easier for us to cast it. It will with our schedule. Yeah. So, so um, guys, we let us know now that we're now that we're live. We're hoping we'll get more interaction with you guys because 
I, I'm concerned that I will be table flipping mad through most of this. <laughs> you will. So, but we we really do want to hear what what you guys think when when the show comes back. If you're liking the new characters, if you're not, why? Um, we really want to hear from you. So you can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail Absolutely. Um, you can get to us on Twitter at randomtcasts or on the Tumblers at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Yep. So the show's going to air on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be recording on Saturday, probably afternoon-ish. Mm-hmm. So that's your time frame to get in any kind of feedback from any of those three yeah. um, avenues. Yeah. And um, one of the reasons I'm glad we're on Tumblr is because, um, like our Anon friend from yesterday, um, you know, you don't have to put your name on it. You can message us anonymously on, on Tumblr. Yep. Um, if you If you don't for whatever reason don't want to let us know who you are that's totally cool oh, that's absolutely fine and if you email us and say hey i'd rather stay i'd prefer to stay anonymous you can use a screen name and we're never going to give your email on air i just absolutely make not clear and if you do give us your first and last name we're probably only going to use your first name anyway because yeah. we're cool that way yeah you know like that so yeah that's uh random t podcast at gmail.com yep is our email and our website is randomtpodcast.com where you can find all of our podcasts yes you can which uh we're doing gotham yay um i'm so excited we're we're picking up agents of shield for season three yes um we are doing uh marvel cinematic universe movies yes which we're gonna get back to now that sleepy hollow isn't consuming our souls Uh, and we're, do- we're also doing random movies, which are just movies that strike our fancy. Suggestions are welcome. Um, and, uh, which I have a feeling that Crimson Peak is going to have to be one of you those. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Once Not I sure get why you crying. think that. Once I get done crying. I know. Um, and so, yeah. And then we're also going to pick up Agents, uh, or Agent Carter, uh, when season two comes out in, in January, we're going to do, um, season one sometime, probably November, December, before Winter that hiatus happens. period. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get that taken care of. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all of our podcast mm-hmm. and our pertinence. Yep. So, go watch Sleepy Hollow on October 1st and let us know what you think let of it. Let us know what you think, please. Crossing my fingers, it's not a train wreck. I hope not. <laughs> hey, Gotham got us. That's true. That's true. There is hope. There is hope. This is Fox. Gotham is also on Fox. Yep. There is hope. Yes. So. That's true. Thanks for listening. Thank you, guys.